Hi, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of That's What Shmur Said with your girl, Shmur, a.k.a. Nor, a.k.a. Nori, a.k.a. Noriega. I could fucking go on. But anyways, this episode is a short one per usual because it's just me. But um, this kind of, I, you know, kind of talk about upcoming events for myself, any current news, and as well as upcoming guests, because I'm going to have a couple new guests, which is going to be super exciting. So I hope you all stay tuned. And I think I'm going to record every two weeks. I feel it's a good buffer for me because I know I have a lot of things going on in my life right now. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode and um, definitely like and subscribe to this podcast. Thank you. Bye. So coming events for me is uh, I'm going to Ireland from September 24th, which is a Saturday to October 1st, which is a Saturday. So a whole week I am going to Ireland. I'm going to Dublin. Shout out to Dublin. What up? Um, I'm super stoked because I've never been to Europe before ever. So it's another continent I get to hit right quick. But I'm very stoked because I'm going with my roommate slash best friend, Carrie O'Halloran. Shout out to you, bitch. But I've never, you know, you would think I've been friends with her since we were in sixth grade. So we were 10, 11 and I've never been. So very stoked about that. I'm kind of nervous because I feel like some people in Ireland have a very heavy accent, which I cannot understand. So I hope to God I can be able to understand it. And I love accents. I'm all about it. I'm not trying to disrespect or, um, you know, say anything ill about the accent. I'm just trying to say that I'm a little nervous and I just hope I know what they're saying. But I'm also super stoked about, you know, I was asking Carrie yesterday, I was like, is there like a delicacy in Ireland? Or uh, she was showing me the type of breakfast they have. It's usually with beans and sausage and eggs. And it's a whole delicacy over there as far as their sweets as well, which I'm stoked over, even though I was never, I never had a sweet tooth. But thanks to my boyfriend, Brian, I have now a sweet tooth and I always, every time him and I get together, I want a fucking ice cream or I want a chocolate bar. And it's horrible because I, I'm also dairy free, so I can't have shit like that. So it's very difficult. So my goal is now starting yesterday that I don't have any sweets. Ugh, don't have anything like that. But since I'm going on vacation, technically I could probably, you know, let that shit slide. So let's see how that shit goes. But I'm also really stoked that the euro and dollar conversion is actually um, the same. I feel like after 20 years, uh, the fact that the euro and dollar is the same exact is fucking nuts. Because I remember I used to work at Estrella Dam and they were a, um, if anyone doesn't know, if you're, this is the first episode you're listening to, it was a beer company from Barcelona that I used to work for, for about four years. And I always had to do, you know, when shipping stuff from the Spain warehouse, I had, to, I had to get it shipped over to the US. So I had to always do the conversions and it was, you know, the Euro was always higher than the dollar. So it is fascinating that the timing of this, it worked out perfectly that it's the same exact amount. Uh, I'm also intrigued to see what the style is out in Ireland. And I mean, I, I feel like when I come back, I could kind of talk more about my trip. I feel like this is nice to see the before and after of what my expectations are, what my questions and comments are, and then seeing what I actually experience afterwards, uh, which would be awesome. So hopefully I could have Carrie on the podcast, but I know she's super busy. So let's see. 
But um, it would be nice to talk to her and I about, you know, our trip and to kind of, you know, talk about the times that we, you know, the people that we encountered, things that we did and so on and so forth. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I know I actually am going to LA as well in October for Halloween. And I feel like ever since I went to Halloween back in 2018 in Miami, my ass has always been trying to travel for Halloween because I feel like Connecticut it gets a little played out in fearful County for me. I just feel like I just want something different. I run the same people. So I just definitely want to change. So I'm fucking stoked. I'm going to LA. Um, and I haven't been to LA since 2016, which is like, I feel like that's such a fucking long time ago, but super stoked. And, um, I know I'm going to be talking about that with one of our future guests that are coming on, but just since we're talking about guests, uh, I know that I have a couple guests coming up. Monique is going to be one of them, which I've had on the podcast before. And then my trainer, LB, shout out to LB. What up? So he's going to be on it as well. I, um, I am very flattered that he actually came up to me and was like, if you want me to be on your podcast, fucking tell me. And I'm like, all right, cool. So hopefully after when I come back from Ireland, I'll have him on. I would love to pick his brain on his journey of training and all the, you know, everything like the pros and cons of it and you know how he came about to be the trainer that he is today uh which is awesome i give him you know so much props for what he does and definitely i feel like i've been seeing fucking results which is even better because that's why i keep going uh and i know other people i have on is gonna be nancy i know i'm like just giving all the fucking guests away but it gives you an idea of who i'm trying to have on definitely different people that haven't been on before um, I would love to pick her brain cause she went to El Salvador on a trip. So, you know, my ass loves to travel. So I want to talk to her about that. So I definitely have other guests in the mix coming up. I do think I want to record every two weeks instead of every week. I feel like it's just better for me and my schedule that way. Uh, also with traveling, I just don't have enough time to sit down and record all the time. And after work, I'm just fucking wiped out. So that's kind of like where I'm at with that. But as far as latest news, I kind of just wanted to discuss one thing. Uh, I don't know if anyone is familiar with the Adnan Said, uh, you know, how he was convicted for the killing of his girlfriend, a former girlfriend, should I say, uh, Hey Min Lee. So this had happened in 1999 when Lee was actually found in a shallow grave in Baltimore Park at the age of 17. And I remember, I think I was watching an HBO Max uh, docu-series back in, it was actually, I think, two years, two or three years ago. And it was in the voice of, so I guess Hey Min Lee had a diary that she kept of, you know, like everyday things. And I feel like back in the day, everyone kept a diary and just kind of noted about their thoughts or like the kind of day that they had. And she did that. So I guess the voiceover was supposed to be Heyman Lee and like the kind of day she had and like, you know, whatever she was going through that day in school. So it was definitely a different perspective instead of that normal documentary or docu-series that you have a regular narrator or whoever it is that's just reading off a piece of paper. This was actually her diary entries that she, like someone had read um, during the course of her life. And at the time of the prosecution, um, I guess Saeed, they basically, he was 18 at the time, but
But the prosecution basically argued that he had strangled Lee in a fit of rage because he was so annoyed that she had dumped him. And that wasn't the case because there was various evidence um, that he wasn't even around during the disappearance of um, Heyman Lee. So I know there was one instance that there was a classmate of his that um, her, it was another student actually, not even a classmate, but it was, her name was Asia McLean and she had claimed that she saw uh, Adnan Saeed in the library of Woodland, Maryland on the afternoon of Lee's disappearance. Um, but I guess they never took her uh, statement in court. So they just, I feel like at the time they just wanted to prosecute him. They just wanted to open and shut the case and it was a disservice for Adnan Syed because it, it, you know, like they, I feel like sometimes cases, they don't look at the truth. They look at the evidence that will pin that person to the crime. And I know there's a lot of, I don't know, there's a lot of inconvenience or not even inconvenience. It's just a lot of, you know, misconvictions and just a lot of people that are in jail that shouldn't be in jail. And it's unfortunate because you know, till this day, he, you know, he has maintained his innocent innocence. And I know a lot of people do that. I understand that, but there was nothing that pinned to him to the case. I know they had a lot of evidence as far as they had like, um, her clothing, a rape kit, all the stuff that it, they could have used in court and used as evidence, but they never tested it. So it's things like that, that you're like, okay, um, maybe you should be looking at all. I feel like the evidence speaks louder than anything else. But I think at the time they kind of, they also did a, um, a coerced, uh, confession and it was, you know, not even all only for Adnan Syed. It was also for like his classmates. And I feel like during that time when you're 17, you're very intimidated by the police and I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm going through experience because I remember this has happened to me in a certain case. And it's very intimidating if you have cops just showing up randomly, just uncalled for. And, you know, it's just not something you're comfortable with. You want to be truthful, but also you don't want the police on your, you know, your ass and on your shit to be like, oh, fuck. Like now I gotta, I gotta keep repeating myself. I'm telling the truth. But sometimes they'll say to you, hey, if you know, like, if you want to get out of this, just tell me this X, Y, Z. And then, you know, you'll get out of it. And that's when you end up in jail. So it's like shit like that. I don't know. So it, it's just at the time he had, there was a lot of evidence that he wasn't around or he was doing something else. There was witnesses accounts that he was not even at the place where they found, you know, it was just a lot of stuff. So it's just unfortunate, you know, unfortunately, but also there was actually a podcast called serial by Sarah Koenig. And I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name, right. But the first season was in 2014 and the show basically revealed little known evidence and attracted millions of users. So, uh, or should I say listeners and the U S journal from New York actually investigated the murder case in her popular podcast and created, like created a doubt over his conviction, which is, I mean, thank God we live in a time that we have podcasts, you know, I'm on one right now, but the fact that a podcast made someone's conviction get overturned. It's great news. I love that. But at the same time, why don't you look at all the evidence beforehand instead of having an outside influence to, 
you know, a lot of noise happening in order for you to be like, oh, wait, maybe this actually, the person that we convicted is not the right person. Um, and what they ended up finding out was actually there was two suspects um, for Hey Min Lee's case. And it's just, I don't know. I just feel like it was a disservice because it's like, you still want to catch what, you know, who did that to her? Because it's just, it's horrible. You know, she didn't deserve that. And also the person who, you know, you put in jail, they literally were there for 20 years. And, you know, all that time that went by, they can't really get that back. So I feel like when I saw that yesterday that the um, conviction was overturned, it was, I couldn't even imagine how his family felt at that time. I, it like brought tears of joy to me, but at the same time, it made me sad because it was the fact that like he lost so much time and you know, everything that happened, it was just a, it was just a disservice for him. But after that, after the prosecutors in Baltimore, Maryland asked judges to vacate Syed's conviction, they actually requested that he be given a new trial. So um, right now he was, re- he is released, but he's placed on home detention in, you know, in the duration of when they find evidence. And I guess they're going to test that to see who actually is the suspect or suspects in the, in the case of um, the murder of Heyman Lee. So that, I mean, that was the only update as far as like news wise, what I wanted to cover, because I feel like that's a huge case. Um, also, I remember watching that documentary and he is of Pakistani descent. So I feel like a lot of the stuff that he was talking about as far as going to prom and how it was so secretive and he couldn't really be, you know, telling his parents, oh, Hey, I'm going out on to prom. I kind of relate to that. Um, which was surprising because him being a male, I feel like men in my family have more leniency and more freedom than women do. I feel like women, it's very like, you got to cover up, you got to, you know, not go out past sunset, things like that. But with men, it's just very free and whatever. So it was very shocking to watch that documentary to see that his parents treated him. It was just as strict as it would be if you were a female. And, I know especially it's hard in America because it's a different, you know, coming from Pakistan, coming here, different values and morals, and it's a different lifestyle. And also I feel like it's like a catch-22 because you want your your kid to have those opportunities of going to school, getting a good education, a good job. But at the same time, you want them to marry a Muslim, you know, female or Muslim male or whatever. And it sometimes doesn't end up being that way because we're in America and there's not every Muslim person, you know, next door to you. So I definitely had faced those challenges growing up and I, I kind of still do in a sense, but I, I totally get what he kind of, he, he had a secretive relationship with Heyman Lee and, uh, it was to the point where, I mean, she would get frustrated because he wasn't, you know, as open or introducing her to the family as much. And it was a lot of, you know, push and pull, but, uh, I mean, I feel like relationships at that time are usually like that, you know, when you're 17, 18, it's just, you think you're head over heels and it ends up being just puppy love. But, uh, I hope they find whoever committed this heinous crime against Heyman Lee and bring them to court and actually convict the correct person. But I just wanted to also reiterate that I'm just really happy that Adnan Saeed's, um, conviction has, was overturned. I know I have, have listened to a podcast called, uh, my voice is all cracking. 
Um, <laughs> it's called True Crime Obsessed, and it's with um, Jillian Pensavalli and Patrick Hines, which I love. Both of their banter is my favorite. But they always bring it up every every episode. They're like, so uh, is this case going to be overturned? Okay, guess not. All right, next episode. And they'll just bring it up over and over again. And I love that because I know that they probably are so happy about it. Uh, I know actually Jillian Pensilvani, Pensilvani, oh my God, Pensilvani, wow, has a, uh, a separate podcast called Let the Woman Do the Work. And she actually has Rabia, I don't know her last name, unfortunately, but Rabia was a nunside's lawyer, but also I think she's a relative of his. And I know she is really close with uh, Jillian from that podcast. And I know she has her on frequently. She does mention her frequently as well but it's one of those things we you know if we want some change to happen or if we want something to come out of it we got to keep talking about it if it's on a podcast if it's on a news outlet if it's in an article I mean we just have to make noise but it's just unfortunate that it took this long for them to realize that hey maybe we should test the evidence that we have and <laughs> realize that maybe the guy that we have in jail is not the guy who it is because god forbid that person or persons are committing heinous crimes all over and not getting caught for it you know what i mean so on that note i am happy that he is out i hope he is with his family and you know enjoying every moment because he missed out on so much but i mean until next time everybody i appreciate you listening to this podcast keep listening to this podcast, please like and follow and subscribe and do all of the above. And I will talk to you in two weeks. Bye.